Welcome to Front Range Facts. I'm Jim Marion. And I'm Anthony Meisner. Welcome to our national update. Let's get right into this. Yeah, we, uh, we always like a Dr. Strangelove, uh, you know, reference. So, uh, you know, we have a very topsy-turvy market, very uh, strange how things are happening. So this is all about, you know, how we learn to stop worrying and love the data. That's right. So take a look at this one right here. It is a 48-year 40 year average versus the 2023 price movement. So what's really happening here, Jim? Well, you know, I think perspective is important, Anthony, and that's you know really why this uh, slide is in this deck. Uh, Kay Schiller looked at what is the average price that goes up in homes every you know year for the last 48, 48 years on average, and let's break it up by month, okay? So clearly in 2023, January was down more than the historic average. February was you know getting pretty close to parity. But then, you know, throughout the rest of the year, we've been seeing prices still rise, even though the interest rates have risen because we have no inventory. By just over 1% a month. Like, yeah. this is huge. Yeah. So yeah. from a historical perspective, if you look at 48 years of averaging against 2023, we're doing pretty good. It's just that the volume, of course, is, is not doing quite as well. Yep. All right, so take a look at this one. This is unemployment claims. So where are we really looking well, at? Well, you know, it, it, really the black line is what, you know, they view as a recession indicator. And as you can see, when you look back at 1972 today, you know, there's a lot of parallels to when the economy went, you know, down, when the recessions happened. And here you can see that because the employment data continues to be very strong, uh, that, you know, recession indicator essentially is, is out of reach. And so you're hearing like I've never seen more confusion in economists and in bank, you know, CEOs about where the economy's headed. Uh, you know, I know that Jamie Dimon over at Chase is, you know, thinking that it's going to be recession, um, whereas most of the rest of the world is saying, "Hey, you know, we're doing a soft landing now, right?" And so I think this is, you know, if this is, you know, any indication, it looks like more of a soft landing. I think it is too. So take a look at this one: inflation versus the historical perspective, right? So we've had pretty on par inflation. Now things have come down quite a bit from that peak of almost 9%. But look at back in the 70s, and 80s. Yeah. I mean, we had some really terrible increases. But the nice thing is, generally, as soon as it comes down, we see, you know, more, it usually doesn't go back up, right? And unlike that back in the, the early 70s. Right. And, and we've, we've uh, talked about, you know, this exact, you know, kind of data before. And what, you know, is important is a couple things. Number one is monetary policy has really brought down inflation rapidly. Where we're at right now is a little bit stuck because what we've been able to do is reduce the supply chain uh, inflationary costs. So what we're seeing now is inflation is somewhere around three, three and a half percent. Right. Uh, we're getting into more, getting close to that target of two, but it's that last bit that is really difficult because we've been able to reduce all the supply chain inflation, but we still haven't been able to reduce the other factors like, you know, with higher wages within, you know, uh, workers and things like that. Right. And I think this is one of the other main reasons why things are still the way yeah. they are with the Fed, right? They're still going to continue to keep pre that pressure really high until we see these things move. And, you know, there's some question about whether they should just, you know, chill out a little bit, guys, come on. And, uh, you know, <laughs> let us be at 3% maybe for a year and then back it down a little bit more to not kind of destroy, you know, and bring in a recession. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. And then the, uh, you know, average annual inventory of homes for sale. This is a tough one when you're looking at it as a realtor and when you're looking at it as a title guy. Um, we don't have, you know, a lot to sell and we're set, our sales are dropping, you know, uh, because of it. So the volume is down quite a bit for the year. And the inventory of homes for sale, I mean, this goes back to, you know, what, 1999. And when you look at this, it's uh, pretty wild that this is the lowest year except for 
the yeah. last couple, right? Yeah, except yeah. for the pandemic. I mean, it's just wild to me to look at this. And you know, when back when we had the last major recession in 08, I mean, we had 10 months of inventory. So nationally, we're at a third of that. It's no wonder it feels so tight. And it's no wonder these appreciation numbers are still heading. Yeah, there's just nothing to sell. And so yeah. people do not need to drop their prices quite a bit because you know the buyers that are out there are still really hungry to buy. Exactly. Well, and what was this one? Well, this is another uh, you know thing that I think is only going to get worse uh, from a standpoint of, of tenure in homes because uh, you know back in the you know uh, 80s and 90s and uh, you know until the Great Recession, essentially the average uh, person was living in their homes 6.1 years. So there's a lot of turnover in homes. And then when you moved into the recession, well, of course people needed to stay in their homes longer. They were with other jobs right. or they were making a lot less money, so they needed to stay longer. And so that tenure went up to 9.3 years. Well, now we've got the golden handcuffs of you know, a whole decade of monetary policy pushing down interest rates so that 70% of people are at a 4% or less interest rate right now. They're locked into their homes. They're looking at double, paying double that in interest rates. They're not moving. So what do you think this is going to be? 12, 12 13, 13 years? Yeah, yeah, I think 12, and 13, 12 to 13 years is where it's going to be. Yeah. You know, it's overall. pretty amazing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then when you look at just different categories of listing statistics, you know, listing count is low in every category compared to the last three normal years. So remember, pandemic started in 2020. Like, we can't remember that and, but you know looking at you know what we call the normal years before they're 17 18 19 and looking at active listing count total listing count and new listing count well 2023 is way down in each of those metrics compared to those other normal years absolutely that's a tough one right there okay existing home sales um basically recessed 16.6 percent year over year so that is nationally average obviously we live in the west so we have had the least amount. Of well, change, the only reason this but... one is reflective of, of the least amount of change is because this is year over year, right? And so right. we took the poison pill last year, basically in the West. I mean, yeah, it we was, took it early. Yeah, we yeah. were we were we were the you know northeast of last year, right? You know, we really were. We dropped yeah. like a rock. Uh, you know, the California uh, home prices being so high, the Colorado home prices being so high, we took it on the chin uh, all in that fall and winter season last year when the interest rates really changed. I think you're going to see this in a lot of the data that we look at. The year-over-year -year numbers are going to start to reflect better and better every month now because in Q3 mm -hmm. and Q4, we were already deep within it, right, last year. Right. So now we're going to start to see some of those more minor changes, which is actually probably pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the, the lock-in rates limit the new inventory. So, you know, I kind of joke with other agents that uh, look at the blue and green, that's your target market for the next decade. Because <laughs> uh, basically, uh, this is the, the golden handcuffs right here in a nice pie chart format. So, not selling, probably not selling. Must think really hard before yeah, selling. I like yeah. this. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, so, uh, you know, there's about 10% of people out there that uh, you should target, and uh, most of the rest... It's probably going to be a heck of an argument to try to make that happen. Well, probably not going to happen. You know what, though? If credit card debt still keeps going up and student loan debt kicks in, maybe the must think very hard about selling will actually come closer to selling. Yes, yes. The, the burden yeah. of the extra cost, for sure. I mean, everybody's getting even their HELOCs. Yeah. God, the rates on those lately has been nuts. Yeah, 9-10% is pretty Yeah, low. yeah. <laughs> All right, and then you know the, this is what I think is just for the for the uh, realtors, the title people, the mortgage people out there who are all uh, you know hearing all this news, and then you know Joe Q Public is always hearing about how this uh, new investor market is really driving home prices up and making it unaffordable. Well, this tracks investor purchases as a share of the market from 2000 to now, and as you can see, basically that has stayed extremely level 
over the years. So, you know, roughly every year, there's somewhere between 20 to 30% of the purchases are investor share. And if you look at uh, granularly, you actually see that uh, small, medium investors have uh, dropped and it's really only the really large institutional and the iBuyer, you know, which is like Open Door, uh, things like that. Those have, have spiked up higher. But when you look at overall, it's essentially balanced out with the drop in the lower end of the purchase market. Absolutely. Well, thanks for joining us for the national update. Don't forget to tune into our other podcasts we do. We're going to be doing a Colorado update and we're going to do the local markets for you here soon. So don't forget to tune into that. If you have any questions, I'm Anthony at Land Title. My cell is 303-968-9868 or Meisner and And I'm Jim Marion, realtor here at Cold Banker. You can call me at 303-548-0243 or shoot me an email to jim at ourcoloradoland.com. Have a great one, everybody. Catch you next time.